0: Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website,
1: DrunkWomenSolvingCrime.com.
0: Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise.
2: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot.
0: You can see The Drunk Women live from the comfort of your own home. Yes, Taylor, Hannah and Katie are back with another live stream show on Saturday, the 13th of March 2021 from the Clapham Grand. Guest details are going to be announced soon. And for all information and tickets, you can go to claphamgrand.com. Drunk women,
3: drunk women solving crime. My name's Katie Wilkins and I'm an author and comedian. I'm joined by screenwriter Hannah George. Hello. And writer-comedian Taylor Glenn. Hello. This is where Brandy meets bludgeoning, Mimosa meets misdemeanour and Port meets prostitution. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime... 500 people don't queue up for anything that isn't sex. Okay.
0: <laughs> Nothing's getting past these babies.
3: <laughs> and I think that's why they invented
1: euphemisms. I've um, always wondered like, how fit a Tory would have to be for me to consider fucking. Now it's time
0: for drunk women so in
1: crime.
3: We are back with drunk women solving crime it's the new year anything could happen everything's going to be brilliant everyone and we are joined (laughs) this time by the fantastic comedian katherine boha hello Hi, thank you so much for joining us. How are you?
2: Thanks for having me. I mean, from the brief chat we've had already, I think you can tell I'm like, hello, I brought nihilism and Riaka. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Perfect. Welcome. Delighted to be here. I am. <laughs> it's so nice to talk to people. <laughs> oh, God. It's so nice to talk to women. I don't want to be biased because I live alone and the only people who strike up conversation on the yeah. street are men.
3: What you're right. getting street combos.
2: I mean not many. I don't go out that often and I don't <laughs> and my vibe doesn't scream talk to me. But insofar as people breach that wow. um, divide. Yeah, it's never it's it's, it's so nice. Hello. Oh. <laughs> well,
3: welcome, 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 welcome.
0: It's nice to be back too, I gotta say, because we've had a five-week break. Oh my gosh. Which feels like a long time because we've been recording every week, which we never used to do before lockdown. So this was like a big old and sometimes either. two a week. Yeah, so I'm excited because <laughs> like, that's a hard day's week. <laughs> yeah,
2: It is. I, two things in a week. Bloody hell, well done. Who can that? Come on. That, I think that's huge. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Catherine, we have one question for everybody that comes on this podcast and then quite a few follow-up questions. But yeah. the first question <laughs> that we ask everybody that comes on is, have you ever been the victim of a crime?
2: Yes. Um, I'd say I I've, mean, comi- I'm sorry, I've probably continue. committed more crimes than I've been victim of, but um, or victim <laughs> to. But yeah, I mm, I was trying to think about this because I, well, I don't really want to tell you, and nobody's ever sympathetic. But I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> tell you anyway. Um, okay. About two years ago, I kept getting these pop-ups on my laptop, which oh. was had gone on the blink anyway, and okay. they kept saying like oh, your laptop has been like made vulnerable or been hacked. Uh, okay. I was like, that's obviously not true. But then I got a phone call from a number that was basically the same as Apple Customer Care. Ooh. And they were like incredibly detailed and sounded wow. like a call center. And I was like, okay. They were like, just so you know, you've this has happened to your laptop and you'll need to install a program to protect it. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And also the program was very cheap. It was just like, but you paid for it over time. And I was like, okay, this seems weird. But but whatever happened on the day when he called, I was like, oh you know, that seems this has been an issue. So it must be. Wow. Then the only thing that twigged for me was we were going through all of the bits and bobs and he was asking me lots of detailed questions and he he seemed to know quite a bit and I was like oh God. Okay. And then um I was giving him my bank, my card details. Oh yeah. no! But this is what gave it away, and this is what stopped me giving mm. him my card details. Was <gasps> yeah. he said, "What's the name on the card?" And I said, "Catherine Murphy," which is my real name. Mm. And he said, "Oh, that's such a beautiful name." And I was like, <laughs> "No, it's not." <laughs> <laughs> and, like I was like, "It's the least exotic, most no, it's not." No one's ever said that. I've never told anyone my name to anything other than, yeah, that's, that's a name. I was like, it could not be more generic. And I, I don't know, but it made me suddenly go, like, hold on a hot second. And I went, wow. wow. I was like, um, I'm just going to have to call you back. And he was like, quite like, tricky with me getting off the phone. Wow. And so then I went into uh, the Apple store and this man was like, okay, they got far, but not far enough. We will fix it for you. Um, Don't worry. This has happened to lots of people. You are the only one I've met who's been under seventy, but it's happened to loads (laughs) of people.
0: And I was like, but But, but if it makes you feel any better, they all had really beautiful names. (laughs)
2: They were like Anne, Fiona, and Karen, (laughs) and Elaine. So exotic. My Honestly. God. You wouldn't find a crowd like them. Yeah, unbelievable. I couldn't I I mean, so idiotic. Wow. But yeah. And like
3: when you first said that, he said that, that like, oh, that's such a beautiful name. I thought the red flag was going to be Apple aren't allowed to be creepy, like oh, yeah. an, an actual Apple employee. But it was actually the fact that you were like, no, the name just isn't beautiful.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the secondary thing was like, I'm sure they can't be proven on the phone. But my main yeah. thing was...
3: These calls uh, are listened to. No, like, come that's on. Like, you know, no. not okay.
2: But yes, you're right. The first concern should have been why are they proving on the phone? But in truth, mine was... uh <laughs>
0: My name's Shite. So I love that (laughs) so much.
3: But then it's like low self esteem for your name saved you. (laughs)
0: Yeah,
2: I think so. I th- well, it's not even low. So I just know where it,
0: it sits. You know, I Just your own okay. brutal honesty about yeah. it. I love it. I love ex- it. You like This I mean? doesn't check out. This no. does not check out. <laughs> it's like, I don't buy
2: it. But yeah, I was about to give that same man my bank details. So I wouldn't say I was um, quick off the
3: mark. But like, also, that's fascinating that that man's patter lost him a con as well. Like, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <they can't laughs> help like, themselves he was so close. And then... So and then, and then, and then Yeah, just if dudes could just keep it in their pants, they could Mm. con way more people. But there there we are. Uh, But like, also, I've had issues with like pop ups on my Mac and all of this, like, you need to do this thing to de scan a thing. And it was like happening and happening and happening. And I was like trying to delete a thing and then it would come back. And I ended up speaking to my friend who like does my website stuff. And he said, Yeah, like, if you just even Google the name of that, it comes up straight away, this is a con. And it's really rare for them to con Macs because it's not worth it because it's such a tiny pool compared to PCs. Um, And, like, Macs are actually really good at, like, not letting that happen. But the few people that do, as soon as you Google it, all you have to do is, like, just get rid of it and, like, it's fine. But I was like, what? Like, it was really eye-opening and I was shocked as well. This has not
2: made me feel better. Essentially, what
3: you're saying is if you'd Google that for, like, a second... (laughs) what he said and to me, he that's I had him. a victim Katie so I had but well, what I'm doing is I'm saying I also didn't Google it thank though thank you
2: thanks. that makes me feel better it was just this man in the Mac store looking at me like but you're
3: so young <laughs> <laughs> I mean in a way that's a compliment anyway.
2: I know right he's like you don't even look like your kids could have kids yet and I was like
3: me, it means a lot I was like and that was good perfect and it was I fine I know <laughs>
1: But isn't it horrible? What I hate about scams like that is like you're talking to a person and like they're a mm. real person mm-hmm. and they I got a phone call the other day from like and she sounded like the nicest woman in the world. <gasps> and it turns out she was. She was from the NHS and it was legit. <laughs> Why are you telling this story? I just. <laughs> we all get phone calls, is what I'm saying. But what it was
3: <laughs> was like Not um, the only one with people in lockdown and <laughs> you.
1: yeah yeah, exactly my my phone never stops oh
0: I've had calls
2: (laughs) nice Nice. they're actually all very nice calls frankly
1: actually she was because she sounded a bit like your mum and well all our mums sound different but she sort of had that sort of (laughs) voice and she was like have you had your flu jab and that was the like the phone call was, she was ringing from the NHS to oh, check wow. out if I'd have my flu jab, uh, and then we chatted about it for a while. She was like, "I have to, I have to know it's you. When's your like, date of birth and your postcode?" Ooh. And I was like, "And I sort of paused." And she was like, "Are you there?" And I was like, oh, "What if you're not? What if you're not a nice lady?" And then she sort of laughed at me and she <laughs> said, um, "Oh, I can tell you like who your doctor is and stuff like that." So that's nah, why we have make your me details. feel comfortable enough. Yeah, if she'd been like, "You can pay for your flu jab over the phone." Mm, yeah, so your now card. the question is
3: how exotic is my name and then we'll know
1: <laughs> that's your security <laughs> yeah. question hannah george is that a, is that doing it is for that you? hot uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: my problem is the reverse because i hate the phone so much and i don't trust anyone on it mm-hmm. so i've hung up on li- absolutely <laughs> legit people so many times <laughs> yeah. I've had like my life insurance. People call me. They're like, we're from Vitality. I'm like, fuck you. I'm <laughs> up. Sorry. Can we rewind to how you have life insurance? What, I didn't realize we we're speaking to grown grownups. What the I hell? am a real grown-up. It's only it's only because I had a kid, and then suddenly you're like, oh, my life matters now. Yeah, and to say and yeah, as do I. <laughs> uh,
2: it's good to know mine has no meaning, and I don't need insurance. No meaning. Yeah,
0: nothing. <laughs> you're so free. I just. I have somebody who can benefit from my yeah, desk. I mean, yeah. And I didn't before. Yeah. That's all I'm I I don't
1: have uh, any children, but I do have very high self-esteem. So I do have life
0: insurance. Do you, Hannah? No, of course I don't. Of course Uh-oh, I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, Hannah's a little bit arrogant, actually. No, um, has Hannah's always been so good at boundaries. This is not an insurance podcast. It started as one. I know it's yeah. not. <laughs> <And> it <laughs> wasn't working.
2: <laughs> I know it's not, but can I ask one last question? Do you wait to find out if you like your kid before you get it, or do you just dive right in? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just the kid or the insurance, because I wish I had had as much time to learn about my kid as I did the insurance. Oh, boy. Okay. Before I said yes. (laughs) But
1: now it's time for drunk women solving crime.
3: Not that I don't want us to carry on this beautifully morbid track that we've got on, but I am going to start the true crime.
0: Good for you, Katie. Good for you. Okay, yes. so
3: I have a case for you guys. I'm cracking
0: skulls. I'm Katie Wilkins.
3: Yeah. Oh, my New Year's resolution for this year is to be more sassy. Um Ooh. So, <laughs> strapping. <laughs> oh, my God. God.
0: So, yeah. um, <clears throat> I'm going
3: to be like at least a tiny bit less repressed. So, um, <laughs> I'm going to start with some details for this case at 4 p.m., on a Saturday, the 24th of March, the new edition of a pamphlet went on sale and 500 copies were sold in the first 20 minutes. The people responsible for the pamphlet were arrested. Question What do you think this pamphlet was about?
0: Jehovah's Witnesses.
3: Okay, we've got Jehovah's Witnesses from Taylor. Catherine and Hannah, in mean, the advance. I- I'm going to say sex because, okay. oh, good
2: guess. You made a New Year's resolution to be more sassy and a little bit less repressed. So I assume mm-hmm. that fed into your crime choice. Um, <laughs> also, nobody, 500 people don't queue up for anything that isn't sex. Okay. There's no <laughs> I way. Like it. There's no way. You don't. Okay. 20 minutes. That's
1: not, that's sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it, Hannah. Anything to add? Um, was it the popular girls from my school now, and was it Juice Plus Pyramid Scheme? Because <laughs> 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 they sound like hotcakes on my Facebook.
0: So. Wow! <laughs> wow that's I just kind of think dark. Pamphlet- that's
2: good. <laughs> but don't you think like pamphlets mm-hmm. plus plus sex being illegal feel like the same era mm-hmm. for me? Like no you one makes what? a pamphlet now; they call it a zine
0: hmm <laughs> Yeah. What yeah. kind of sex? Like just sex? The pamphlet? No. I mean, first of all, <laughs> let's not act like we wouldn't buy that. But secondly, <laughs> <laughs> I have a few.
2: Yeah, I'm like, yeah, would buy.
0: Uh, you know what? They give it to you when you get the life insurance. So that's one reason to go with Vitality.
3: <laughs> and then it's just 4.99 a month. Anyway, <laughs> I am gonna give it to Catherine. Uh, <gasps> this pamphlet was about contraception.
0: Oh. Uh, oh.
1: Yeah. So you like Qu- shove it in your vagina? Then, or- yes. This is the condom? <laughs> oh,
0: okay, question. What? Ireland. Sorry, that, my... that wasn't the question.
3: I admire your chutzpah, if that's the right word. Chutzpah. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I said. No. <laughs> so, question. What were the perps charged with? Indecent
0: distribution.
3: <laughs> okay, indecent distribution. I wonder if it is it some sort of like incitement. Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay, incitement. Hannah, anything to
1: add? Or was it something like dressing as uh, the opposite gender or something? So was it like a bunch of women dressed up as men in order to because you know that used to be illegal as well for women to dress to give as out men? Pamphlets. Yeah, and if women were giving out pamphlets and when it comes to contraception, you think it's probably women who are maybe in control of wanting this information yeah. to go everywhere. Okay. So
3: I, I wonder also, is it blasphemy? Interesting. No. You, know, me, you guys have all given me excellent answers. The perps were charged with breaching the Obscene Publications Act of 1857. Oh, Taylor was right. Everybody's right. So basically, like Fight Club, the first rule of Victorian sex is you do not talk about it. Um, (laughs) Which year did you say? Sorry. So the act that they were breaching was 1857, the Obscene Publications Act of 1857. Mm. And like, obviously, this has problems of its own because if you can't talk about sex, how can you establish that you can't talk about it because that's talking about it. And then, like, how could you get prosecuted? Because if you were like, she said sex, arrest her, but then he said sex, and then everybody would have to be arrested. And I think that's why they invented euphemisms (laughs) so that lawyers didn't get arrested (laughs) when they were like prosecuting people for talking about sex. Okay, so question, what year is this? And obviously there's a clue. It has to be later than 1837.
0: <clears throat> right, but how long did that hold yeah. is the question, right? Because this could be quite a bit more recent than we'd want to.
2: Definitely recent. I'm going to guess 1950s. 1950? Right. It's really okay. late. I'm going crazy late.
0: I've had a I wine. Like it. I like I've it. I've had a wine. <laughs> crazy late I've had a wine. <laughs> I guessed it. I can't
2: take it back. I want to take it back, but I've I've drawn my line in the sand. <laughs> 1902,
0: 1902. Okay, the late just... end of the old Vicky era, I think. Okay,
1: okay. To throw something, you know, just to make us sort of far apart, I'm going to go something like 1869. Am I right? <laughs> Yeah, fuck not talking about sex,
2: guys. I mean, I don't sex think the they'd have needed condoms if they were just 69ing, but fine. <laughs> <laughs> that would solve the problem. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Hannah is the closest. It's 1877. Okay. Oh, wow. So, these perps are Annie Besant and Charles Bradlaugh, and they have published this banned book-type pamphlet about birth control, and it was originally uh, put together by Charles Knowlton, who was an American, but they've got it in the UK, and they're sort of considered radicals at this point. Now, Annie's background is upper-middle class. She has an Irish mum and an English dad, and they live in the UK, but the dad dies... And the mum runs a boarding school to make ends meet and there's not enough ends. So in the end, she has to go and live with her mum's friend, Ellen Marriott. And that lady helps raise Anne. And she has a strong sense of civic duty of what an independent woman can achieve. So she has this quite possibly unusual for the time education, but she then still gets married at 20 to this guy called Frank. They have two kids. So she starts doing like
0: pretty basic stuff and then Oh so the guy That she was distributing With is not her partner No Interesting oh, Okay no. continue Sorry Okay I Made an, I made an assumption A very you, heteronormative Assumption Oh yeah
3: That would be fun If it was more of a love story <laughs> Actually um, But no well, so, I just thought
0: Maybe they
2: were just Two people who had Really
3: bad kids But <laughs> <they're> like, <laughs> Listen to us. You don't have to go through we it. We gotta
2: cut this shit out somewhere. Let's call it a day at four. I'm like no, but they just really
3: cool. Okay, maybe they. That would be they, great.
2: But also, it works if they were if she's cheating on Frank, right? Because you don't want to have kids by Charles.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's like oh. his how to get away with yeah fucking about. Oh, we are
2: just really into contraception. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, for normal reasons. Yes. like um, It's platonic contraception. Yeah. Yeah. Friend stuff. Yeah, sure.
1: <laughs>
0: This is all
3: excellent. She's in this marriage and there's conflict in her marriage, mm. which leads to separation. So question, what possible trouble in paradise causes issues in the marriage?
1: Is it the fact she is a woman with opinions? I mean, like as simple as that, kind of. In a way, but elaborate. Over to everybody.
2: Is a contraceptive Charles?
3: <laughs> not yet, actually.
2: Oh, really? Not condom Charlie? Oh.
3: Um, it's not an affair. <laughs> okay. I uh, was thinking there would be a
0: great nickname, like first nickname for a condom. Like, have you got it, Charlie? Yes, it would be. But sadly, it turned into cocaine and it just doesn't work as oh, well. It's and it's
3: Johnny's for the old
0: Charlie. It's Johnny's for the Charlie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Get your Charlie and Donnie's. Let's play.
0: put the Charlie and the Johnny up here. Edward, dear dear read me.
3: <laughs> Is it about the number of kids they want to have? That's a great guess. Anyone got anything else
0: to That was sort of my guess. Did she have more children than she, than she wanted to and he wanted to keep going because that's her whole purpose in life and uh-huh. she's like there's got to be a better way.
3: These are excellent answers. The primary reason was money. So Annie wrote short stories and books for children and articles, but married women did not have the right to own property. So Frank was able to collect all of the money that she owned. Oh, Oh, man. So it's basically like if you buy yourself like a nice little treat, like a donut or something, and then your husband eats it, except the donut is your entire (laughs) capacity for independence. Wow. So, and then also, which touches on what Hannah said, their politics divided the couple as well. And Annie began to support. So basically there were lots of activism and um, Annie was supporting the farm workers who were fighting to unionise and win better conditions. Mm. And Frank was a Tory. Boo! Okay,
1: um, okay. So
3: he sided with the landlords. I've um, always wondered
1: like, how fit a Tory would have to be for me to consider fucking them. Yeah. I'm just, oh, it's an interesting question, isn't it? I do also have a fiancé who's not a Tory and I probably shouldn't consider that. But it's interesting to think isn't it i it is i've thought about it a lot actually
2: um oh and i the answer is i don't think i could because yeah i think i figured out rose is it rose leslie and kit harrington is that who's married from game of thrones oh and i'm just casting aspersions here but i'm pretty sure her father's a lord which I'm assume, a a Tory one, which makes me assume right. that they're Tories, which is unfair. Sure. But they are incredibly hot, and I like, and I don't think I could if they were. I'd be so disappointed.
3: Yeah, that's my bar. It's so <laughs> interesting because, like, there's like you can have a dirty fancy, but there is such a thing as too far. Yeah,
1: mm. it's and I, often it comes down to yeah whether they're a that's, Tory or not. Do yeah. they think children deserve
2: food? Oh no! I'm I'm dry. I'm dry. I'm dry. Yeah, Yeah, I'm dry. Shut it down. Yeah, it's so hard. You know what I mean? Yeah, tricky, tricky, tricky.
3: Oh man! I like, and I actually do think we have Tory listeners. And I say reconsider.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I can't wait to get the next review. It would have been five stars. Yes, Wilkins talking about
1: politics.
3: Yeah, she's just too sassy now.
1: I love it I love the political chat is would we fuck one which is kind of like come on do better I know I started it we're going
0: deep we're taking it where it should go what if it's Gillian Anderson as Thatcher because that's a that's a that's that's
3: complicated
0: it is complicated it's
2: really complicated she is why by the way I started thinking about this of course she is. And I think it's a crying shame that generations will grow up being like, oh, Maggie Thatcher, she's the fit one, right? And you're like, no, oh, no. what is wrong with you? No.
3: I was yeah. so annoyed with that show when they did all that stuff with like how the royal family excluded her and humiliated her in that game of Ibble Dibble. And then it's like, how oh, dare right. you make me have empathy for Margaret Thatcher? What are you doing with your TV show? It's a joke, that series. But <sighs> Honestly, yeah. and also it's like, I know it's not factually true, but it's definitely, like, apparently she got on really well with the royals and love Dibble Dibble. So, like, it's all lies.
0: Anyway. I wondered, yeah, I wondered about that whole, um yeah, I can't. So... Now that that's right, it. I'm a cynic. I question <laughs> the television show, guys. <laughs> I, I don't think everything in The Crown is true. Whoa, <laughs> when they were literally like, We think they should have disclaimers that it's fiction. I'm like, Really? Okay,
3: <laughs> okay, <Yeah. laughs> okay, so now. They're divided by politics and they separate. And she's allowed to take her daughter, but not her son, because it was difficult even for middle classes to get divorced. So they, she keeps his name and he pays her an allowance. She's in London. She's feeling a bit lost and spiritually bereft. There are no self-help books. She can't just drink vodka and watch Sex in the City, especially now that there's no Samantha. And so... Question: Who does she go to for guidance?
0: Genuinely, I wondered if you were going to do a Sex in the City reference because now it's like it's so fresh I'll now again. To do it it's now. fresh again.
3: <laughs> Sorry, so can, topical. We just, can we just
2: rewind to the part where she didn't take her son and she doesn't get? She just had they just split up the kids.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The the son the the but like women have no rights. The, the the dads always get the kids at this point, but, but he's obviously she like gets the yeah, I don't care about the daughter oh, you don't okay. have her, but I'll On the
0: other story. hand, you're a single mom writer with just a daughter in the city? That sounds amazing. Yes,
3: yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> you are sex in the city. You're the origin story. Right. Lots yeah. of girls
2: would have liked their son to live with them in New York.
0: But <laughs> Yeah,
1: okay. Actually. Yeah. yeah. It was definitely realized. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Would he grow up to be an incel? <laughs> yeah. <Probably>. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of got to thinking.
3: <laughs> Amazing. Um, so yeah, so who does she go to for guidance in lieu of no sex in the city?
1: Oh, is it condom Charlie?
3: Eventually, not quite yet. Yeah, because who
1: is he? Um, He's like the burger character, I think. The kind of not quite that important carries, not misleading. Yeah, right. Right, right, right. Okay. I'm yeah.
2: gonna guess so. Hmm. If you have just been separated from your husband in an era that would have massive judgment of it,
0: mm-hmm. but
2: also have conflict about that, and also you're a socialist to yeah. some degree. Yeah. Um, and you're eventually gonna turn to contraception, which means you're probably gonna go against the system. I wonder if like it's a whole journey. Did she start by going to the church and then was like appalled by what <gasps> they said? Ding, ding,
3: ding, yeah. ding, ding. Yeah. Catherine. Okay. Nothing well goes. done. Nothing she makes goes. a political
2: activist of a woman more than a fucking in a non-empathetic priest, let me tell yes. you. Yes,
3: being snubbed <laughs> by the church. Double ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Which is what I say now, but I'm sassy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she goes to the church. Annie asks one of the C of E church leaders for guidance and book recommendations to help her. Question, what was his response? Go back to your husband. The Bible. <laughs> the Bible, go back to your husband, Hannah. Uh, was it Juice Plus? And it's a great story.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the rectory is absolutely fucking full of this shit and he's it. got to get it to someone
3: okay he said to her right he told her that she had read too many books already
1: oh <gasps> oh my god he's Miss Trunchbull
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah I mean we've left the sex in the city but yes he's Miss Trunchbull <laughs> Yeah, but she was like, she didn't like the kids learning and reading books. Yeah, she was anti-intellectual.
0: I love the idea of like just a 10 second, no, like a three second sketch that just says one book too many and you just have a Victorian woman and she reads the last page and it just zooms in on her face (laughs) and that's it. (laughs) I just love the idea that it was just one one book too many. (laughs) That did it.
3: Um, so yeah, basically it's that and and it's what Catherine said She's on her own and she becomes a massive activist And she is a fantastic public speaker She fought for causes that she, start, that she thought were right So she started with freedom of thought, women's rights, secularism, birth control Fabian socialism, workers' rights She was a leading member of the National Secular Society And that is where she meets Charles Bradlaugh And he's the other leaflet guy as we know Um, So now he was a former soldier who had long been separated from his wife. He got the kids. So Annie moves in with him and his daughters and they do loads of activism together.
0: Um, (laughs) (laughs) What was that we said about euphemisms? Sorry.
2: She moves in with him and his daughters and they do lots of activism
0: together. Are you sexually activism (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> okay, so it is a relationship. Do you know what? It's unclear from my sources. And I did, I mean, not, I did not do a deep enough dive, but probably. The I mean, printers
0: ain't open 24 hours a day. That's all
2: I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I mean, Yeah, they didn't. There's no, but there's no way they could have moved in
3: together socially. Yeah, it doesn't say. In a socially acceptable
2: way, if they weren't a couple, surely. I mean, it would still have been like outside the bounds of normal, but surely it would have been.
3: And I think you know, within their kind of slightly radical circles, it would have been fine. But like, for them to be like fucking, but also, um, it doesn't say she lodged with him, so it probably is a relationship, right? She's not paying him rent anyway it, she, but she's not paying I think that's the a
0: beautiful because we talked about beautiful names. I think Charles Bradlaugh is a rather beautiful name. That's okay. a great name.
2: It does All have right. a ring of a second husband in a nice way.
0: <laughs> a <little
2: bit>. yes. <laughs> oh, Mr. Bradlaugh. Yes, I like
0: it. Chuck. Oh my I call God. him Chuck. Carrie
2: well, Bradlaugh. That's what we think. <laughs> circle. Oh, my God. Ooh. Yes.
0: All right. Ding, I will ding,
3: ding, ding, ding,
0: ding, I will tell ding. You I changed more the about... tune because of copyright. <laughs> Ding ding
3: ding Did I already ding. tell you who's a former soldier?
0: Yeah. Yes. Okay, fine.
2: That's part He's of why
0: Built, built I'm into our on. sexy
3: image. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Okay, so it's 1877. They have a leaflet scandal. So they published this leaflet called Fruits of Philosophy, which was a a book by the American birth control campaigner, Charles Knowlton. And it claimed that working class families could never be happy until they were able to decide how many children they wanted. It also suggested ways to limit the size of their families. And in publishing this pamphlet, they have upset a group that more or less exists to be upset by stuff like this. So question, can you name this group? Is it something to do with Lawrence Fox?
0: (laughs) (laughs) In a way. (laughs) I hope it has a really long, flowery name, like the Victorian Society for the Preservation of Good Puritanical Law. You are on the long you are along the right lines.
3: It's obviously C of E, right? Uh, I mean yes, I wanna say. It's definitely yes, it's a religious. Oh it okay. is, okay. The group that they have upset is called the Society for the Suppression of Vice. Pretty much what I said. Pretty much spot on Taylor. And I what I really like about this is that as that title, they, they don't want, they are up front. They don't want to get to the root causes of vice and try and <laughs> fix it. They
1: <laughs> just want to fix it. That is
0: that, all they are interested in. That is fucking awesome. That's, great. <laughs>
1: Amazing. That's
2: really good. Yeah. It's like it's gonna happen. Just push it
0: down. Push it down. Don't try yeah. and fix it. So it's Tories. what will be known for in the future. <laughs> oh, the, <This> press. Is,
1: <laughs> the best thing we can do is suppress yeah, it. Yeah. The Tories are the society for the suppression of hungry children. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's all the same. Okay.
3: Mm hmm. Oh my (laughs) So now To be fair This society did start With vaguely noble intentions It's had a few incarnations Over the years Before it gets to this It was the Society For the Reformation of Manners um, Which is like (laughs) Your mum's Passive aggressive dinner chat My mum used to say At the dinner table Get your goddamn elbows Off the goddamn table And then if we ever forgot She'd like whack them Out the way Oh
2: whereas Um, My mum's the other end Of the spectrum Where she would talk About condoms at dinner (laughs) 100% 100% I remember oh my One Sunday dinner In particular My brother had just Got a new girlfriend And she was like Just so you know There's condoms In the whole drawer <gasps> oh, And wow. everyone Just went silent And I was like Mom please stop And she was like Listen Cheaper than flights <laughs> And uh, So you can <laughs> date that joke my and, uh, <laughs> It's
0: just like Good lord Oh my
3: god Yeah that's wow. amazing. Yeah. I mean, I'm do you asking- know what,
0: though? If you're willing to take the risk, what a great bit of reverse psychology that is because nothing kills the mood. Like, all you would remember that night. <coughs> then an open
2: packet that my dad's obviously already used some from. Oh! <laughs> Of the oh, thickest that oh condoms you can
0: have? Yeah. That is a buzzkill. Mm-hmm. Oh They're my God. called Mama's, God. Mama's Rubbers. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> Nothing's getting past these babies. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> incredible. so
3: funny. Oh, my God. Like, also, so my mom was terrible in the 80s. But when my brother came out in... Was it the nineties or the? She means thousands? like because
1: he's gay, not like came out of her vagina. Like, because <laughs> yeah. like, immediately Sorry. I was like, do you mean when he was born? And then I remember the same thing. Sorry. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. When, Am when I the only done? queer person Because I assumed
2: coming out. No, no part of me was like from her vagina. <laughs> Thought that was an understood It's well. <laughs> <laughs> only because we were talking about babies. I loved it so much because it was like, no, no, just so, just so to be clear, we're actually very, uh, we mean gay here because we're pretty, <laughs> pretty open-minded, so, not, uh, not vaginal slippery. Yes, that's what, yeah, we're okay. not
0: assuming anything. Um, but, but, no. <laughs> <laughs> fine, it more just means- felt like the kind of thing that Katie would say right now. Like I forget the word for. <laughs> that to be so fair, funny. i, I do Emerged. sometimes used
3: the wrong phrase but this is the correct phrase when my yeah. came out as, as gay i got you
0: um <laughs>
3: thank you um my mum chased him around the house trying to tell him about the importance of condoms good yeah oh,
1: chased
0: him around the house yeah it was and then like good. and then when she next spoke which to me, suggests a slight bit of retreat on his part <laughs> <laughs> yes, it a does.
2: But nobody and, wants and to I have like... that chat with their mom and it's so important for quick gay boys to have it.
3: I mean, it kind of is. I'm not sure my mom's version of it was tip top, but... I
2: doubt it, but whose mother's is?
3: <laughs> anyway, the society was originally set up by William Wilberforce and he's great because he was anti-slavery and he was campaigning against it and he was helping to pass laws in Britain to get rid of slavery. But he's very religious, so he set this up in 1787 and it was the proclamation for the discouragement of vice which is less oppressive but anyway and it was a remedy for the rising tide of immorality
0: so we've if he- talked about wilberforce before yeah, yeah, yeah. i recognize okay. that name mm-hmm. this, this is better? the closest i've gotten to a historical education so i just want to point <laughs> yeah. out i remember <laughs> the name He's from Somerset,
3: I think. Anyway, so it was people doing excessive drinking, blasphemy, profane swearing, cursing, lewdness, profanation on the Lord's Day, and disorder. Pretty sure blasphemy.
0: I've done that. Drunk women solving crime. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
2: down.
3: Question, how do the public feel about this society existing to help
1: prosecute them for doing these types of things? Mm. Outwardly, I think Victorians would probably have to be shown to be very like, oh, yes, very much, we right. want to end all of this. When really, behind closed doors, they're probably all at it. Yeah, yeah. Swearing and stuff like that. Yeah. But also, I always think when something changes its name, so like opal fruits, I've never trusted them as Starburst. I'm like, why change? Why change? Mm. So if you're continually changing your name... Yeah. Why are you rebranding?
3: What are you trying to get away from?
1: Yeah. What are you hiding? Mm -hmm.
2: If it was just that they were against things like certain publications of books or contraception, I think people would be more on board. It feels very Mm. like all encompassing. And so to that end, it feels like it would be accusatory of a lot of people who would see themselves as good citizens. Yeah. Maybe I feel like there might be a bit more pushback. Because like yeah. profaning on the Lord's Day, that's like, I mean, that is, it's low level stuff. So I feel like maybe people are yeah. a bit like, eh. but then yeah. it was an incredibly like paternalistic society. So in terms of moral policing, not necessarily in terms of anything else, I'm going to
3: guess yeah, they didn't no. love it. Okay. Yeah. Taylor?
0: I was just in my head going like, which one is the Lord's Day? It's so <laughs>
3: It
2: depends <laughs> on
0: which Lord <laughs> you're into. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, my lord prefers Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I sort of feel like they, yeah, just for show, would be supportive and go with it. But yeah, these are all great answers, and I think you're Thanks, actually Katie. probably all
3: right. you know, behind the scenes reasons. But my source said that people were indifferent. They did not give a shit about this society. Okay. It was like, they're all busy just trying to survive childbirth. <laughs> Quite. So years You mean past- coming out, Katie. <laughs> coming out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the coming out of a vagina. It's very hard to survive. So, years passed. This guy, William Wilberforce, dies. The society hates birth control. Now, there was actually nothing in this pamphlet that was unknown to medical practitioners or which had not been published before. So, question... What is the issue? Why is there so much outrage that's being published now in this way?
2: Well, most people didn't have access to it just because you're like medical pr- practitioners and a layperson are different. Also, mm-hmm. presumably they talked about it in the context of families or marriage, where
1: mm-hmm.
2: you're supposed to just might I don't
3: know, maybe that's the issue. Yeah. Accessibility, excellent answer. Any
1: advance from you guys? Is it because I guess that although a lot of this stuff it's it's a bit like you have to have like um standards and practice standards and practices or whatever in the sense that there's nothing to say that actually what is in this pamphlet is necessarily true have they got the right information right so is it they're trying to stop it because it's not official government sanctioned okay
3: that's interesting yeah stuff okay yeah
0: a terrible time for my competitiveness to kick in i'm like i want to get this one right <laughs> but I can barely remember the question. So it's going to be a re- I can tell
3: you the question again, if you like. a real challenge. Can you repeat the question? Okay. Um, so this knowledge is known by medical practitioners and it's all stuff that's been published before. Yes. So why is there so much why now is it that's being published in yeah. this way and now?
0: What's going on at the time? What is this sort of like, loggerheads? Come on. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I have all another right. guess. Okay.
2: I mean, I know that the like doctors knew it was. Doesn't mean it's legal though, right? Like it's still illegal, presumably. So,
3: or is it just all
2: avoidance rather than like actual contraceptive?
3: You know what? Yes, and everything that you said before, Catherine, as well, was basically yes, correct. Ding, ding, ding. It goes to Catherine. And Hannah, what you said, it would have been a lot better if it had been a bit more of a legitimate, hey, we don't want fake news. But they mm-hmm. didn't even think of couching it in those terms. And
0: Basically, how about my answer? I don't know. Was that also <laughs> correct?
3: You know what? It was beautifully honest.
0: It was true, though, wasn't it? Was was so authentic. I wasn't wrong.
3: Um, I wasn't wrong. Yeah, you, weren't <laughs>
0: wrong.
3: you didn't know and you were absolutely right about that.
0: Cheers, um, guys.
3: So, so basically, poor people are going to see it.
0: Yes, those degrees aren't wasted after all, mom and dad.
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> so it was accurate information about reproductive physiology and recommending active control of contraception within marriage. But it was being published at the price of six pence, which made it available to ordinary working people. And they don't want people to know what makes babies. I genuinely can't get my head around that. And I don't know if it's like, because obviously if you're trying to lower vice, like less unwanted pregnancies, probably a good way of doing that. I think they want poor people too busy with all their babies to be able to organize for better rights. Like I genuinely, I don't get why they wouldn't want poor people to have that information.
0: I was going to say, doesn't that get to the root of all of it. Yeah. How are we gonna keep you? How are we gonna keep you the subservient class? Yeah. If you gain some modicum of control over your body, yeah. Over your body and your life. How dare you yeah. try to up your station? If
2: you marry that with women thinking they have agency over their own bodies, making give making them feel like they have other like pertinent. Agency and also add in the fact that, like, religiosity at the time was such that, like, the idea of playing God was even more offensive. Mm. Then I think that all marries, but I think, yeah, it's absolutely classism 101.
0: Yeah. Mm. Well, the story of this, oh, God, I've forgotten her name. For some reason, Annie Charles's Bess- name oh, is Charles burned Br- into my brain. But <clears throat> Annie
3: Besson and, and Charles Bradlaugh.
0: I mean, Annie is the perfect example of she had. That bit of privilege, of course, it's a totally sexist society. She's got a lot working against her, but look how much she's able to do. Mm. She can get away with a divorce. She can get away with sort of, yeah, you know, becoming part of the society. And yeah, yeah, we'll turn the other way for you guys. You can pretend you have rights and we'll move. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: It's less effort. You crack on, oh, wait, this has annoyed us though.
0: But yeah, you got to the common people. We can't have this. Yeah. Yeah. So depressing. So depressing. <laughs> We're only talking about not having a kid. That's what's yeah. so depressing. Or, or like choosing when you have a kid. Yeah, yeah. just staggering a little yeah. bit. Like even like, like giving my body a break. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
3: Question. Are Annie Besson and Charles Bradlaugh remorseful that they've caused all this hoo-ha? I mean, they had to see it coming. From- they had to see it coming?
2: So I'm What? I'm guessing they (laughs) weighed up their options and thought that it was worth it. Like Uh you don't just blow your load on a pamphlet and then not.
3: Yeah, I yeah. No, about the consequences.
2: No. Nothing for that. Okay.
3: And um, no, 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 well, no. Sorry, no. I'm,
2: I'm, I'm <laughs> saying. Yeah, no. You no, no. I'm you being. Wouldn't. I'm joking about blow your load. Um, I'm a t- <laughs> teenager. I'm a teenager. I'm a child. Um, no. I think that's. I thought that meant girls.
0: giving birth
2: again. I'm <laughs> so confused. <laughs> I'm just saying they wouldn't have spunked their one chance for political change without assessing the
0: consequences.
2: Is my as my feeling. So I think they knew that was going to happen, and they weren't that sorry. Okay, excellent.
1: Hannah, anything to add? No, I I agree that that spunk just went everywhere, just yeah. to really put it in yeah. sort of like it, Katie Wilkins's language. The spunk. language she'll understand now she's sassy. It just, like, yeah, those um, you busted his nuts me. all Come over on. the place. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I agree that like you know that you're going to get into um, trouble, don't you? Yeah. So um, if they were remorseful, I think it would be it would be crazy. Mm-hmm.
0: You guys, because are- because who's that for anyway? Like it would serve them. No, in no like, they'll Lose face with their group, which yeah. you don't want to want to stay with the socialists yeah. over here.
3: You guys are spot on. Everyone gets a point. It means nothing, but you will get one. Um, so. <laughs> Such a great mum at homeschooling, you guys.
0: Um, <laughs> so, I mean, can't wait to be hungover on a Tuesday for my homeschool.
3: <laughs> they get chocolate buttons and stars and shit, but it doesn't mean anything, right? So they, and this is worth me saying this out loud, even though I'm starting to be a bit more drunk. Besson and Bradlaugh proclaimed in the National Reformer, "We intend to publish nothing we do not think we can morally defend." All that we publish we shall defend.
2: Did you say publish? Because I love it. Yes, so. I did. I did. I did.
0: I was that like, was my takeaway I was too. Oh, like, cheers to that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's really powerful when you mispronounce it. It's a I'm real cool to
2: ask. Wait, what was it again? It, she's Plub- talking about the industry of publishing and actually,
0: Plublish. <laughs> I heard it too, and then I couldn't even remember what it was. It's very important I'll repeat
3: stuff. it. Let's see if I can do it right this time. We intend to publish. <laughs> <Boo>! <laughs> not as good. Publish, publish, uh, publish. Nothing. We do not think we can morally defend all that we publish. We shall defend.
0: Yeah. I mean, a bit of a repetition of the word "defend." I feel like they could have,
3: yeah. Used a I, synonym, I think they were. But... I think they were emphasizing. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, but yeah, no. Okay, so it is on the trial is on. They are not remorseful, and the trial is an absolute sensation. Obviously, sex sells. It sells pamphlets. Ding ding ding
0: ding ding ding.
3: So there was a lot of opposition to them, but also a lot of support um, from the more liberal press. Arguments raged back and forth in the letters and comment columns, as well as in the courtroom. So they were household names. They were defending themselves in court, which was unusual. Question: Are they found guilty?
1: Ooh, I always worry when people defend themselves in court. I've watched, you know what I mean? I'm always a bit like, oh no. Oh, whenever I've watched like a true crime thing, it's always the real fucking psychopaths that defend themselves in court, like the real crazy people ones. that
3: can't work in a system.
2: Oh, or people so who can't afford mm. representation
1: yeah oh back in the day no kind of legal aid okay yeah that's true okay
0: I always wonder how many people get like 10 seconds in they're like fuck yeah <laughs> I shouldn't have done this. Like
2: when the other guy starts using legal language, just being like, oh no, I thought we'd just talk about it. My feeling is it's a real hard one to judge because um, I think that they will have objectively broken laws. So um, they will be technically guilty of their crime. However, hmm. they also have five kids. What did he have four daughters? Just made that up. He had um, some daughters, I yeah. can't remember. They have kids and they are middle, upper class Mm-hmm. Uh, people, so I wonder to what degree they'll just be wrapped on the knuckles. yes, yeah, told not to do it again.
3: yeah, good answer. They yeah. should be able to publish what they like. Yes.
2: yeah, let them publish what they want. yeah <laughs> posh, let them just get on. It's with just it. some innocent publishing
3: yeah. the <laughs> law isn't for them, it's for poor people. yeah, does
0: this fall under freedom of the press? <laughs> <laughs>
1: But I know you, I completely agree, Catherine. I think huh. it, it is like. And that makes it hard yeah, to call. Yeah. Are they going to get as badly done? But then at the same time, are they going to be made a, uh, uh, what do they call it when they make an example, of. example mm.
0: of them? A martyr, I believe it's called.
2: Oh, <laughs> amazing. Um, I've only ever seen that word written down. It was really brave of you to say it out loud.
0: Thanks. Uh, it's like gif or jif. I, yeah. uh, um,. I
3: don't know. I don't know. It's too close to call. I don't know.
1: Okay. Can't so can't call it. Hannah, you can call it. But also, I need Kevin to know that it's Martha. and the. Oh, no, I
2: do know. And I have oh, talking it out loud. <laughs> yes. No, I was just going <laughs> along with.
1: <laughs> I was like, oh my God, what if Taylor says it like that one time? It's like I thought that um, pells were called lapels for a very long <laughs> time. And I said lapel. <laughs> I mean, as many times as a sort of like woman in her thirties refers to a lapel, but like I can't I can't sit here.
2: My mother has said apropos of nothing so many times. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. I have said it out loud. Please, it's fine. I'm
1: Irish. We know the word martyr. Carry on. <laughs> you can't have not known, but you know, when you panic and you're like, oh God, I think it's like sometimes when you make when you make a joke, it's obviously a joke, but you're making something like you say something really dark as a joke, and then it doesn't land and you're like, Oh, they—they they think I think. Yeah, I don't.
0: yeah. <laughs> no, no. Um. And there's no worse joke to explain than a dark one. God, okay, guys, <laughs> hang on. Come with me on this.
3: I'm not evil, um, <laughs> Taylor. Do you think they're guilty or innocent? Oh, or you also can't call.
0: It's a really tough one to call. I'm gonna go a bit left field and say that she gets a slightly harsher sentence. Yes, they're found guilty. Okay. Light sentences, but hers is just slightly more. You know what? Oh. Hold that
3: thought. I will now tell you the can't. answer. I can't, Katie. I can't. <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> they were found guilty, but they were released pending appeal. And for a time, it looked as though they would be sent to prison. But the case was finally thrown out on a technical point because the charges had not been properly drawn up. So the real hero is police incompetence.
0: Oh, oh my god!
3: Wow. Mm-hmm. So. To Taylor's ah. point, the scandal cost Annie custody of her children. Her husband was able to persuade the court that she was unfit to look after them and they were handed over to him permanently. So that was an immediate consequence for Annie. Question, Ooh. what happened to Charles Bradlaugh? Nothing. Nothing? Yeah. Any advance on nothing?
1: I think nothing.
3: Okay, nothing, Hannah.
0: Taylor, any advance on nothing? I said, Hold on to that thought. I don't know. Maybe he got an old, like your mum slap on the wrist get your elbows off the table yeah Charles
3: (laughs) okay I will tell you he was subsequently elected MP for Northampton in 1880 wow slightly different outcome just slightly different
0: okay (gasps) oh
1: man
3: I love this country I
0: love it I love
3: it isn't it great England We really know what we're doing.
0: Meanwhile, like Frank was Frank the ex, like fighting for the kids when he obviously didn't even want both of them. Like he gave up his daughter and then just as a power play. And then that becomes an award-winning sitcom. Like Frank, he doesn't want his kids. Frank.
2: But,
3: but now he's going to say he does because he's in
2: the papers. I mean, we are making an assumption here, a big one, which is that Annie liked the kids. Yeah, given yeah. she's so pro contraception after having some, but suspicious. <laughs> Maybe she left the yeah. boy pretty easy. Maybe she's like, so sweet. Yeah. Now I can just shag an MP. What what?
0: Yeah, I doubt it. Maybe she was playing the long game. She's like, I don't even care about contraception. I just need to get rid of this one. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, this this finally my husband will take charge. I'm going to (laughs) get gently arrested.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so he gets to keep his kids and have a big promotion. But that was not the end of old Annie Besant. She founded the Malthusian League, which would go on to advocate for the abolition of penalties for the promotion of contraception. And she became involved in even more union actions, including the Bloody Sunday 1887 demonstration and the London Match Girl Strike of 1888. And she was a leading speaker for both Fabian Society and the Marxist Social Democratic Federation. And she was also elected to the London School Board for Tower Hamlets, topping the poll, even though very few women were qualified to vote at the time and she also like basically she had this whole thing where she thought that india and ireland should have self rule she was correct obviously and um, so she was doing loads of stuff like that and she was trying to campaign for all that and then she's a bit of a legend did, old annie isn't she she yeah she did good stuff yeah. she yeah. i like that she's she, not a single issue woman either
2: she's like <laughs> yeah bitch is like Let's talk independence. Let's talk unionization. Let's talk women's rights. Yeah. Let's talk bodily autonomy. Let's talk... I'm like, fair fucks. Great. Yeah,
3: yeah. But the trial had lasting effects on legal opinion with regard to both obscenity and to birth control. So I guess we should raise a glass to Annie Besant. Yeah.
0: Cheers, Annie. Cheers, Annie. You dirty, dirty hole. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Drunk women solving
0: crime. It's oh, time yes. for our patron shout-outs. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a miracle I remembered because I have not been drinking all that much in Janvier myself. And I got, I have had a
1: couple Catherine, of Catherine, it's about January, just so you know.
0: Uh, uh, <laughs> in Hold In country,
2: I, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> What? Uh, I forgot to print it I've out. been doing dry January and this wine has hit me so hard. But also, I, I'm happy for you to do as many Patreon shout outs oh. as you want because I'd like this to carry on because when it ends, I have to stop drinking <laughs> again. So. Oh, shout no. out right. in January or January <laughs> okay. or whenever you
0: want. Guys, By now, you probably know that we're on Patreon. What is Patreon? It's where you go to support the artists to make the content you love. So check us out on patreon.com forward slash Solving Crime. You can get lots of things in reward for supporting us. Things like ad-free listening, extra content, like the lockdown that we're going to record tonight. And it's going to be so good. I have so many secrets to tell that I just couldn't stay on the episode. Anyway, that was a little... (laughs) Homage to Samantha, who's not going to be in. <laughs> I thought do of the you the voice. minute they announced do the, that. Do
3: the voice, Taylor. Do the voice. Oh, yeah, my read voice. The, in the
0: voice. Read the <clears throat> picture oh, things in the voice. Here we go. As a little nod to Kim Cattrall and Samantha, I will read this <clears throat> and Samantha's voice okay thank you so much for supporting us i really love crystal terry i had a great night with her a mull mm, good times stevie you can't go wrong with stevie i had four of them in the bronx one night it was a great time <laughs> katie marino same she was there remember katie lee hitchin i hope this isn't offending anyone. <laughs> It's too late now. People get so offended these days. What is it with that? Sometimes.
2: I've (laughs) never been happier. I've never been
0: happier. Please carry on. This is the
2: best thing. This is so great. Carry
0: on. You know, you're number 15 on my Excel sheet, but you're number one in my pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Ellen Alina. I'm really sorry, Mara. That was too far. (laughs) T Smith, aren't you glad you kept a little bit anonymous? What's the T for? It's for Taylor. Likes T Smith. Sorry, I'm Samantha. I've had too much to drink. Kate Jones, um, Rhiannon and Lindsay Andrews. That's like Welsh meets Scottish. And I'm losing the accent. <laughs> You've S- done incredibly. Say, well. Mister Pussy, Mm-mm. to get it back. Mm-mm. Spotted Dick. <laughs> Plim- <laughs> If that's what they call a gherkin, I'd love to see the full-size pickle. Lynn Ann Price is our final patron. Thank you so much for coming to my bedroom. I'm Samantha.
2: Wow, well done, mate. That was really so good. Oh, good. I loved every second.
1: <laughs> God.
3: That was awesome.
0: Oh, was it? Was it? Oh, oh my yeah. God. That was awesome. <laughs>
1: So join Patreon because next time Taylor will have to sort of get a new impression.
0: Yeah, she's (laughs) every single time (laughs) to work a lot. (laughs) I tried so hard to get another like relevant. This is why I quit stand up. I'm like, I just don't, I just don't want to learn anymore. (laughs) It's very good. It's so good. Thank you. I feel like I've lost it because again, it's like a 20 year reference, and now it still isn't. And Gilbert Godfrey did one on the Colbert show. He played Samantha and they just like CGI'd him in at all these scenes. And it was great. Ooh, well, and I almost that. just repeated one of his lines because it was so good. Because he goes, sometimes, he doesn't change his voice at all. He went, sometimes I wish I had more holes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so good. I wanted to do it as her. Oh, but that's I- so good. Oh, <laughs> Beautiful. Line.
3: Well, on that bombshell, I'm going to move us along to the listener crime. Now, this is from... Carrie, I don't understand why you're wearing that. (laughs) It's
1: really good. It's so good.
3: And like, also, you could say something so offensive and all I'll do is praise how good the actor is. Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. Sometimes I finger my asshole with latex gloves just because I can't travel anymore. (laughs)
2: That's not offensive. <laughs> that's the most relatable thing anyone said this evening. How's everyone else? I'm fine. Okay.
1: <laughs> Cheers. Right. Also, I think next time for the shout outs, you should do it as Gilbert Godfrey because oh, that's you do a good fun. one of him. Oh, yeah.
0: Maybe that's my only other impersonation. Yeah, that was pretty like good. Like a bad Gilbert.
3: <laughs> All right, look, we can Jerry decide. Ann
0: Wendell, thanks for supporting us. We can decide this
3: later. This is a crime sent in by our listener, Helen.
0: Thanks, Helen. Hi, Helen. Okay.
3: My mum's will has gone missing from her drawer. Could only find her old one from 15 years ago. Hmm. Suspects. A. Me. Daughter two who benefits more from the old will. But no, I didn't take it. And also, I raised the alarm. But then, is that suspicious? Um, B, daughter one, who does better out of the newer lost will than the 15 year old one. So, why would she do it? C, auntie one, who's got a god complex and thinks she runs us all. Can
1: you hear my oh. cat? Is
3: my cat. Yes. Cat?
1: I thought it was Helen just
3: going, I don't publish this. <laughs> my cat is meowing because he doesn't know where it's- I am. I'm glad it's you. Well, you can go let it in if that would make no, everybody. He's, in the other, it's, he's deaf and he can't yeah. hear me. And sometimes I can just like sort of clap or thump the floor with my foot and he'll hear the vibrations. But most mm-hmm. of the time I have to actually get up and I'm not prepared to do that. Right
0: now. That's what I've started doing instead of homeschool. I just like <laughs> shake the wall. I'm like, are you learning? <laughs> <laughs> I love
2: not having kids.
3: Go on. Me too. Me too. Keep it going. Keep it going, guys. (laughs) Well then, my work here is (laughs) to follow Annie Besant's advice. Okay, Auntie One, who's got a god complex and thinks she runs us all. D, a burglar from 2019. But why take a will? E, my mum herself, but she denies it. P.S. It's all sorted now, so don't worry. And in brackets, I hired an investigator who contracted hunt Actually, it says contracted, but she must mean contacted. Okay. <laughs> hundreds of solicitors to track it down.
0: I felt very
3: Agatha Christie.
0: P.S. Love the show. Thank you, Helen. Now, first of all, I'm intrigued because she said auntie number one, and I was ready for a slew yeah, of aunties.
3: But she doesn't go into details about the other aunties. Okay.
0: So there's two sisters, and yep. one of them is Helen. Yep. And then there's an auntie, and then there's a robber.
3: Yeah, so, okay, just to recap. And the mum
0: herself. Because that was
3: a lot of info. So, first suspect, Helen herself, and she benefits. So she is a proper suspect, um, but she says she didn't do it. Suspect number two, her sister, who doesn't benefit. Next suspect, auntie one, who has a God complex and thinks she runs us all. The next suspect is a burglar who, obviously, they, this house must have got burgled and took stuff. Maybe he took this at that point. The mum is a suspect, but
1: she denies it. Why would she steal her own will? That's the the mum the mum suspect for me is difficult. Yeah, well, she
0: might have lost the will. Yeah, because sometimes I lose the will. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. What happened between Will
2: One and Will Two that the mum was like, "All right, all right, daughter, two. You know what?" Yeah, I think you deserve a little more. And also, when she changed it again to rectify things, why would she like fit? You're lucky because the first will I did it was <laughs> said... shit for you. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> and, I and also, here's my other question because I yeah. I totally hear what you're saying about the suspects. But my bigger questions are one, what happened in the fifteen years, and two, the way it's framed as she it's taken out of her drawer. Mm-hmm. Does she have a will specific drawer? Does she only have a drawer for her thing? (laughs) Does she have a drawer that's for multiple things of value or multiple things of vengeance? What's the drawer about? Ooh. Ooh. That's a
3: good question. And oh, I like think what
0: happened in the fifteen straw.
3: years is an excellent question.
0: Well, her sister could be her younger sister and she's very young, so she may have literally just added another child. Like but we don't know the ages she, of her.
3: Hmm. I don't feel like that's it. I feel like doesn't that, fit, does it? I think there's been some drama
0: in the family and things have what, shifted. Did she cut out the aunt? The what if will one to will two is cutting out the ant who thinks she's God? Hmm. And so hmm. Aunt took I don't know she, aunt number 1 but helen mentioned has, that there was a loss of that
2: there would be that there would be more beneficial for the sister to get the second one so i feel yeah. like she would have mentioned that as a relevant factor to aunt 1 because she's if anything sharing too much about their personal history yeah so i don't think yeah. she would have held back on that although yeah. for me a controlling aunt still seems the most likely it feels like a good bet, doesn't
0: it? I thought Sister didn't benefit. She benefits more no, from sister, the second Sister reading. doesn't
3: benefit. Helen herself benefits, but she Helen
0: herself benefits, mm-hmm. Helen not herself Sister. Helen herself benefits
3: by the new will being missing yeah. because she does better out of the old will.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh it's, but, it's but aunt. It's aunt. also
3: raising the alarm, although that could be the perfect cover.
0: This feels like crazy, Sister, who knows where the drawer is. Can I just get a pen from your drawer? but also <laughs> oldest you know, trick in the book
3: most of the time the person who finds the dead body is the killer the person who finds mm. the dead body, quote unquote. So
0: Helen is a killer. I okay. don't
3: want to accuse Helen because <laughs> she really likes our show.
2: But I don't think Helen would then spend the money for an investigator if she did it. So like, I no, think you it, don't it, aid, you you yeah you aid and assist and you look present at the
3: investigation, but you don't pay for it personally. You don't go above and beyond. Sex. You're absolutely right. Sex. Helen's in the clear. to add I'm not saying that let's not rule her out I mean
2: (laughs) she doesn't come off normal in this story but here's um, my thing does Helen Helen says oh we figured it out don't worry I got an investigator does she actually tell you what the outcome was or does she just like sidebar it's sorted but you'll never know
0: yeah. Fuck yeah. on. Yeah. What year are we in? She that says, a printed version of the will means fucking anything. How have we not even cut through this bullshit? True. There'll be a is copy. This nineteen twelve. Yeah. 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 Like, get oh another copy. You know look.
3: Okay. Look. <laughs> to that point, Let me respond. It says, "P.S. All sorted now. Don't worry." Which probably means yes, there was a copy with the solicitor, <laughs> doesn't it? Yeah.
1: Uh, oh my god! Imagine like spending three hundred quid on a private investigator
0: and the private and investigator like, going, "Go to." The I've solicitor rung the solicitor and it's <laughs> there. That'll be three hundred pounds. Lucy, I found your hard drive. You've got a backup. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what kind of like that. What it? What it, my thought on this
1: is that the person that's stolen it. It's mm. just stealing it because they want to read it and want to know what it says because they'll know there's a backup yeah. ah. the will having the physical will doesn't mean it's not a check like yeah. no, right. all yeah.
0: the stuff in it but it what? took us 10 minutes to get here it took 10, ten, ten minutes out, to get here yes. which sort of comes back to like it only took you that moment of like that's a beautiful name. This is our beautiful name moment. Yeah. Sometimes it takes a while. This is the beautiful name yeah. moment, but with wine. Yeah. yeah. It's like not. <laughs> yeah. So Hannah, carry on. I feel like I cut you off. Female workplace. Carry on. It, it, in 2021, it's a bit sassier. Female workplace. Because <laughs> <laughs> we work. <laughs> we don't have time workplace. to drink out those notes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, so I think it was just it just basically it's gotta be the nosiest, hasn't it? The nosiest. Right,
3: someone knows he's had a look and then lost it and not put it back, which is what happens with when you have children. Don't expect anything to be where you left it. Mm. <laughs>
1: there you go. I think it's somebody just rifled through the uh through the drawer. Okay. And yeah, done. All right, Helen, we solved it. I hope that helps. <laughs>
3: All right. We have just enough time left on this podcast to talk to Catherine Bohart. What are you up to? What are you plugging? Where can we find you? Where can we see you? What are you up to? Wait, I'm sorry. I do want to answer that question. So she
2: literally just says, I have the answer, but you'll never have it. (laughs) Well, that is
3: basically what
2: she said. I, we should follow I up. Understand that? I hate that. That's rude. Okay. Well, um, I what am I up to? <laughs> um, as you know, we are in lockdown, so not much. <laughs> but uh, you can find me at Catherine Bohart on Twitter, at Catherine Bohart on Instagram, and I run a weekly gig online called Gigless. Um, and it's on. It's like every weekend we've had unbelievable comics because nobody else, nobody can get work, so. People who at the, start, yes. people at the start were like, oh, no, you're all right. Now they're like, okay, fine. So it's honestly, the <laughs> <that, that> lineups are <laughs> like crazy. I'm like, I can't believe these people want to do my gig. <laughs> and they don't in their hearts, but they show up. <laughs> and ah. I can sell tickets to that show and I do and you can be on Zoom if you want to be and in the front awesome. row it's awesome yeah it's actually it is better than it should be like and much better than oh, it sounds it's awesome sounds. Um, please come do it uh, but yes it is um, so that's on every Thursday and you can um, get tickets for that on my website CatherineBohart.com. thank you so much for listening and thank you Catherine Bohart. Catherine Bowhart thanks for having me bye guys <laughs>
3: Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman. Music by The Lion and the Wolf. If you would like to, you can follow us on Drunk Women Pod on Twitter, on Facebook and Insta. We are Drunk Women Solving Crime and please review us on Apple Podcasts and also if you have a crime that you would like us to solve, write it on a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you to AKES and thank you for listening. Bye.
0: Planning for your next trip?